Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to uh, answer some questions that have already started to emerge about the world's EMT idea. For those who are overseas, I'm sorry. EMT is an emergency medical technician, a medic. Um, their job is to keep you afloat, to keep you moving until they can get you somewhere with infrastructure. It, it's a good analogy. Um, and in the United States, we've had that world's policeman thing for a very long time, so it's a turn of phrase. So I've taken the questions and kind of broken them down into groups that are similar. Today, we're going to talk about some economic questions that came in. And both of them, interestingly enough, are they are questions because people widely believe something that isn't true. The first question is uh, related to the idea that if the standard of living in other countries goes up by necessity, the standard of living in the United States has to go down. The, this comes from two different points. The, this misconception comes from two different points. The first is a lot of nationalists people who want you to view those outside the United States as lesser, as other, as somebody who is you're in competition with. They're, they're coming for your cookie, and you better be ready to defend it. It comes from them, okay? Um, and, and it treats it as though they're tied. Now, I'm not an economist, so when it comes to questions like this, I have to ask other people. And this is a concept that I'd heard a lot about over the years, and uh, I never really got a, a satisfactory answer, a way that somebody who wasn't up on world economics could really grasp until the Trump administration. Um, and then somebody kind of broke it down for me and put it in crayons in a way that I could understand. So I'm going to give you all that. This isn't mine. Um, the gross domestic product of a country is like the big number. That's the number that really matters. And the uh, it's the total value of all goods and services that get exchanged or produced or whatever within the country uh, or within a set geographic area over a set period of time. Okay. If it was true that the economic output was linked and that there's only so much to go around. Anytime the U.S. GDP went up, another country's would go down. That's not what happens. It's not even close to what happens. Even in the incredibly exploitive system that we operate under today, the, uh, the trading partners of the United States, their GDP tends to go up. It's not true. That idea isn't true coming from this standpoint. Now, the other place where this gets reinforced is the idea that there is uh, only a certain amount of economy to go around. There's only so much that can be done. And this comes from environmentalists. And it comes from them because they're rightly concerned with environmental degradation. And over the years, Economic growth and environmental degradation have kind of gone together a whole lot. So it stands that they are uh, viewed as having to go together. But that's not true. It's not. 
And the funny thing about it is that environmentalists know this on some level, but they still equate resource exploitation with or economic growth. But how is the Green New Deal marketed? It's going to help with climate change, right? But how is it sold? What do people say? What else is it going to do? It's a jobs program. It's going to generate a lot of economic activity. We live in a world where everything is commodified. Everything. If they could figure out a way to charge you to breathe, they would. Everything's commodified. That means that everything makes money for somebody, including things that aren't um, aren't bad for the environment. This idea that the standards of living um, have to balance out and that there's only so much to go around, it's not true. It is not true. Okay, the, the next question is, well, there's no money in peace. Also not true. Go back to that statement before. We live in a world where everything is commodified. Everything makes money. If you don't believe that being a humanitarian and uh, engaging in relief produces a lot of money, yeah, take a look at the Red Cross. Look at that budget. But beyond that, it goes a, uh, a different way. When people say that, what they're saying is that multi-billion dollar companies aren't going to make a lot of money off of peace. That's not true. It's just not the companies that make a lot of money off of war. Different kinds. Who would make money off of helping build infrastructure? Um, energy companies, like new energy companies, like uh, solar panels, hydro, that kind of stuff. Um, windmills, sorry, wind turbines. Um, they, they would make a lot. Because in countries that don't have a lot of infrastructure, they don't have an entrenched industry related to fossil fuels that's going to require them to stick to that method. So they'll be able to go there. Um, to put it into a real clear, easy picture here in the United States. Let's say the United States decided to do something good, altruistic. Every kid in the country is going to get breakfast if they want it. Right? The United States government is going to pay for breakfast food for kids. General Mills and Ego are going to make a dump truck full of cash. It's just not defense contractors that are going to make a lot of money. It would go to uh, companies that provide medical infrastructure. In short, it's going to primarily go to companies that hill rather than kill. I think that's a net win. Um, there are a bunch of other questions, and we're going to go through them all uh, before we even restart and finish off the original uh the original parts to the series. <laughs> so anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.